This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 8, Escalation. Ray and Taz, uh, you just found a dwarf blacksmith. And uh, what was your next uh, thing you were looking for after uh, upgrading your armor? I believe it was healing potions. Yep. And uh, so are you guys going to, like travel over to the magic academy to get some or try to look for um some in the merchant district or go back to the world market where the uh that one alchemist shop that you guys uh you know brought Jero- uh, jerome into because <laughs> he that dude definitely had some healing potions uh ray uh yes um, we need some healing potions rather quickly. I think perhaps we should start by searching the merchant district, and if we can't find any here, we can go back to that alchemist. Uh, sure, whatever you say, Taz. Uh, yeah, give me either history or survival to see if you can't just uh, navigate, or history to just remember if there was one... That's a 20? That is a 20. Oops. I don't know why it's a And that's a 13. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you definitely know where... Um, Taz would definitely know where, like, most of the alchemists would actually hang out. You know, closer to the river. So if there is a fire, they have access to running water. And uh, what... What's the name of the alchemist that Ray usually uses? That's a really good question. The alchemist that she uses is called... The... Mighty... Dragon. (laughs) The mighty dragon. So, is it like a group of alchemists, like kind of like a pharmacy? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. Okay. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And uh, like, describe the shop. What does the outside of the shop? Does it have like any sign indicating that's actually an alchemist shop, or do they just like, kind of have a sign? Have no, to... this is this is one of those places that you kind of have to know is there already. Um, it's not very. They don't have a very good marketing team. Is it like um, you have to go down an alley and like through someone's backyard and then there's like a little like storefront just all of this all of a sudden? Yeah, just like it just appears out of nowhere. Yeah, pretty much. And I like to go there because they uh, are really friendly and because so few people go there, they know everybody who goes there. Cool. I was almost afraid you were going to say... Oh, because they're super cheap, and I'd be like, you defeated me! Anyway. I mean, I feel like that was implied. Oh, okay, that was implied? Cool. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, yeah. I, lead, I lead Taz down 
these kind of shady parts of town. Whoops. Yeah. I, you're probably getting near the river, but closer to the mercenary district. So, you know, things do get a little bit shadier. Um, you know, there's a lot of twists and turns. Uh, you swear that you should be in a building space, but there's actually like little yards and little living spaces instead of like actual shops. Or at le least it looks like it was once like little houses, but now they've been converted into shops. And um, as everyone twists and turns through the city looking for whatever they're looking for, uh, all the bell, uh, all the clock towers go off in the city. This is a usual occurrence that, you know, around uh, four o'clock in the afternoon, uh, all the all the bells go off and all the criers start saying their uh, it's a daily message from the city. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna say that. Taz and Ray probably can't hear this, but everybody else who's like kind of more in a more populated part of the uh, merchant and artisan district probably start hearing the criers giving out the afternoon news. And it goes something like this. Last night there was a report that is it six prostitutes? Yeah, six prostitutes came onto a ship and ended up setting off explosives and uh they're looking for the prostitutes to give them information um and the city assures them that since Vessels are considered their own foreign governments in the ports of Swordfall, that they will not be prosecuted. There are only questions that are needed to be asked to fill in some information. Also, that um, a group of Good Samaritans helped stop a um, serial stabber within the streets. Um, that then they have like a little announcement about oh yeah the fine sh shoe shop in the artisan district has a sale and then they continue with some other things that just you guys would probably find super boring Taz I bet no one even knows about that um that fire we caused on the on the boats um Hopefully, but I did hear um, someone coming forward at a guard station about it, so I wouldn't bank on that. Oh, well, then um, maybe it's a good time for us to find this Willis and get him out of out of the out of the country. I agree. for a little bit, yeah. Well, let's go. Uh... Oh, we'll go get some potions and then find the others. Sounds good. Okay, so we're going to zoom over to uh, Tabby and Flea first. And uh, so you guys probably just heard this announcement. 
with uh, after the four o'clock bell chime. What's your reaction? Oh, ah, uh, yeah. We'll be leaving swiftly. Don't get attached to this place. Well, it's fine. I mean, I'm not attached or anything, but I am kind of nervous now. Um, that was definitely us, right? Like, that was about us. Yes, but don't tell anybody else. I mean, our people will know because they heard the thing, but do not say to any strangers under anything that it was us. So don't say, hey, we saw the ship, or hey, I know who that stabbing thing is, person is. Do not say that to anybody. Okay, um, should I lay low then? Kind of just hang out, be cool? That That's a good idea. Hang out and be cool, yes. All right, I'm going to take my bandana off <laughs> and hide it in my cloak somewhere. Aw. And, th- and that's me laying low. <laughs> west, west, side, uh, west side sword fall. Peace out, guys. <laughs> just, just put on a baseball cap and sunglasses, and there you go, you know. You can go anywhere unnoticed. Um, and we... Oh, go ahead. Go back to Chaz's. Crack uh, and stew. You hear the uh, news reports. You know, it, it's going to be sunny tomorrow and almost warm for this time of year. It's amazing. And you also hear the other news, too. <laughs> uh, 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 Krakatur, um, was that what you all did when I was at the bathhouse? Uh, we got pretty busy. We know how to have fun, and we can entertain ourselves, yes. I see. Uh, I, um, I think perhaps we should find our compatriots as soon as possible. Okay, let's, let's, let's move faster. He's, like, fidgetingly looking around, making sure no one's, like... You know, being like, oh, hey, look at that. I, I know that big dude. And I know that little dog-faced reptilian thing. Um, um, this would be an excellent time for either an insight or perception or um, investigation. Any oh, jeez. Oh, man. <laughs> All things I'm not good at. <laughs> oh. um, yep, it looks like it's going to be eights for me tonight, boys and girls. 15 for me. Like, Stu, it doesn't seem like anything has changed. Uh, Krakatur, you swear somebody just pointed at you, but, you know, you don't know uh, for Stewie. what reason. Uh, we should probably get moving, you're right. Um, he, he tries to, like, pull a hood over his head, like, don't notice me. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, Krakatur, um, I, I, I have noticed, um, I'm, I'm a very small individual, uh, and I've noticed that when really big people try to hide, it makes it a little more obvious. Hmm. Well, I have an idea, then. Uh, I just, pick just, Stu up. Just, and, just act normal, just act normal. Uh, I pick huh? Stu up, and I, I pull up my robe so my head's underneath it and I put stew where my head would be <laughs> okay so to look less obvious you put a cobalt on your head and then a hood on your head yes that's, that's... so we're, we're trying uh we're trying the two guys in a trench coat act now <laughs> okay that's kind of what I thought you were going for but um you know 
one of you can roll me deception with, you know, since you're assisting each other with advantage, and I just, I just want to see how well you guys are pulling this off. I'll, I'll do it. That's all you do. Yeah, that's that. That is me. I'm actually pretty good at that. Uh, with advantage, you said. Ooh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I probably just jinxed myself, but here we go. Yeah. Okay. 15. Yeah, it looks natural enough. I mean, <laughs> for a kobold and a and a big guy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just you know, this cloak is probably made for like you know just someone's cracketeer size, and um. <laughs> You know, there's an extra, like, three feet that's now on it, so it kind of looks like, you know, um, you know, crack two shins are probably exposed or something, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. Okay. Uh, I, I'll play it up. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, um, I'll pretend like it's just one individual. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Now let's go find our friends real quick. Yes, yes. Um, just don't don't bump into anything. You you lead the way, Stu. I am your legs. <laughs> uh, I I try to steer him. Uh, I I I try to steer him by uh, uh pressing my heels into him. Uh, so uh, like if I if I a uh, cracketer if if I press this foot then go in that direction and if I press this foot then then turn in that direction, okay? Understood. Okay. All right. I I got to have you guys roll something for this ridiculousness. Um Let's see. Yeah. Stu just give me a straight-up wisdom check. And, uh, correct, sir, give me a straight-up intelligence check. So, you know, Stu is using his know-how of how to steer animals, I guess. I mean, you could even make it an animal handling if you wish. Just called you an animal, bro, just saying. It's, it's, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Stu is not very wise. He just acts like he is. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Stu, you are, uh... The hood is probably a bit too big for your tiny kobold head, so there's probably a few things you do miss. But Krakatur is doing a pretty average job at, like, navigating by your command. But your command ain't that great. <laughs> And we'll get back to that. First, let's take care of... Um... So, Tabby and Flea are going back to Ray's apartment, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, then let's take care of the other two who are a bit f further out and don't know what's going on. Uh, Ray and Taz. Yeah, so we're going to walk into the uh, alchemist shop. Yeah, and it's a like cute little alchemist shop. They kind of have this like tea house thing going on this month. So you know they they have uh, little blown glass like um, bottles that kind of look like you know uh, tea uh, teapots, and uh, you know they have things decorated. 
And they even have, like, weird little, like, tea pouches that are, like, marked healing potions and stuff like that. I'm going to walk right up to the desk and start trying to buy some potions. And uh, what kind of people run the shop? There are two workers. Their names are Tycho Bixby and Cadmus Morrow. The Tycho and Cadmus. And they are a tiefling and a human. And they're really cool. Really cool. Like, are we talking about, like, um, they, they very chill. Okay. Uh, yeah, the tiefling. I'm, is Tygo the, uh, tiefling or? Yes. Okay. Totally. Cool. He or she. He. I was going to say, or them. I mean. I mean, he's not offended by anything really, so. Uh, comes up. And uh, he leans. Hey, what's up, Ray? Hello, Tycho. I have to um, unfortunately unfortunately make this visit rather quick. Uh, no, that's cool. I mean, as always, take your time. Look around. We have some new items. Yeah. Um, are you still going for the standard rate of uh, 50 gold pieces for a healing potion? You know, we actually found a way to make it a little cheaper. We just don't mix it in water. So you put it in the water yourself. How long does it take to activate? Yeah, you know, a minute or two. And how long is it good for once you activate it? Uh, a couple hours, yeah. Hmm. How about, how about just the regular healing potions? That's cool. How about uh, the... Five for 200. Five for 200. Let me check. And then he proceeds to take out an abacus. <laughs> as the GM actually takes out a calculator. <laughs> That's going to be something that 50 gold pieces is average for a healing potion. Is that it, right, yeah, Paul? Yeah. Yep. like we're um you know buying four and getting the fifth one free because we're buying in bulk you know yeah uh roll me a, roll me a persuasion you probably don't have to roll very high i rolled a 19 rolled a 19 he just shakes his head yeah that's cool thanks Tago. you uh you, you always take good care of me well that's kind of what we do is you know healing and other things Taz, Taz, do you need any um other things? Um, I didn't believe so. I mean, if you're looking for other things, like we do a little bit more than healing. I mean, or you can call it spiritual healing. We do stuff like that. You know, get, go ahead and go ahead and surprise me. You want to surprise? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Actually, I've had a thought. Um, do you have anything that... I'm sorry, I have nightmares sometimes. Do you have anything that could put me to sleep quite quickly? Like, oh. quite quickly. Oh, yeah, we have... Now, 
do you want visions beforehand or afterhand? No. Just no. sleep? Just sleep. Very promptly. Sleep. Okay. Yeah, we got something like that. And uh, he goes to a cabinet where, you know, it's, it's kind of locked. And uh, he unlocks it. He takes out this uh, small vial. I mean, it's it's only one use, uh, but you know, if you need more made up, we can make some on you know on demand. But it's a little bit more um, expensive that way. Um, but I mean, are you cool with one use? One use is fine. Good. Um, it's a little pricey because you know it is a special thing it's gonna be about 70 gold oh are you sure because we are buying several items we can get it a little cheaper he looks over at ray ray kind of just like gives him a nod like she's with me okay you're good friends with ray so how about 55. That sounds wonderful. How much do I owe you for this surprise, Tycho? You know, it's on the house. Tycho, you're too good to me. How's Cadmus yeah. doing? Uh, you know, he's cool. He's just, you know, brewing up some things. Hmm. Well, we have to, we have to make this visit quick, like I said, but you get to tell him that I said hello. Oh, totally, you know, and, you know, next week, if you're up for it, we got a, some tea that we're brewing that will just be wonderful. I'll have to come back in then. Cool. All and right, go. You have a good day. He, uh, like, gets out a bag. He gives you a free tote bag. He puts, like, all the health potions in it. This almost neon pink swirling potion into it. Is that mine? Yes. I pocket it. And then the sleep aid within the uh all the uh health potions. Lovely. Okay. I drop two hundred and fifty six gold pieces on the counter. Hmm. He he looks at it and he thinks for a moment. <laughs> I I think you're uh you miscounted. I don't think I did. Oh, gotcha. He just gives you a smile and a nod. Thank you for your help. Yeah, I'll flip him a gold. And he... He effortlessly just, like, kind of pinches it out of the air and slowly just sets it on the counter. Save some tea for me, Tycho. He winks and kind of, like, gives you the okay sign, just, like, kind of points at you. Have a nice one. You do, and I take Taz and we, we leave. Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Please consider listening to these podcasts.
Hello folks, JP Winterbottom here to tell you about The Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons narrative-focused actual play podcast about a group of private investigators in a fantasy noir setting with eldritch horror undertones. You can find The Beholder's Eye every other Friday on iTunes, SoundCloud, or anywhere podcasts are found. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe.